This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. everybody. My name is Caitlin. I am the owner of Meraki Media and I am also the podcast host for The End in Mind. I am so excited to be here. I'm a little nervous. This is my first episode that I'm recording. This is not the first thing that I've recorded with the mic though because I was really excited and I had to record something. (laughs) So that is that. And I also wanted to make sure that the audio sounded right and everything like that. So let's dive in. Let's talk about what Meraki Media is. And let's also talk about what the end in mind means and what I envision this podcast to look like over the next however long, right? I mean, it's all a journey and Meraki Media Management has now been in business for almost two years and I believe we opened our LLC in May of 2019, I believe is when I opened it. So it's really exciting to be sitting here navigating such a difficult year 2020 was I work with a lot of small business owners. I'm also a small business owner. I know how important it is to keep on the right track, regardless of what may be thrown our way. When I was growing up, I went through a lot of challenges at a young age. My parents were divorced. I lived with my grandparents for a while and my mom, my parents ended up getting back together. And then after they got back together, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer. So funny, my mom and I were just talking about this the other day, and it was a huge shock 
but also not a shock. He loved to smoke cigarettes, but he also was one of those people that was never willing to let life just happen to him. He was always about showing up and just being a really great person. He was really good at talking to people, helping them navigate difficult times. He helped himself navigate his own difficult time. Life is just very strange when it works in such challenging ways. And what I realized at a young age was that I could either decide to be really angry at life, that my life had turned out like this, that my dad had passed away when I was 15, that for a time, you know, we weren't sure how my mom and I would live or if I could ever even go to college. It was really scary. It was really, really scary. It was scary from the time that he was diagnosed to the time It's still scary sometimes today. But what I'm so proud of myself for is always keeping the staying the course, keeping my eye on the prize, realizing that what was ever happening to me right in this moment would eventually pass. And I would be able to look back on this as an experience and hopefully learn from that experience and be able to grow into the person that I knew I would be and that my dad had raised me to be with my mom. They were very interesting people. When my dad got diagnosed with cancer, for example, one of the first things he said to me was that he wanted to watch The Secret with me. And I had no clue what any of that meant. My mom and he had watched it together. It was a new kick they were on. My mom started taking me to tons of workshops, just learning more about law of attraction, manifestation. We actually even really took this on as like our religion for a long time throughout my childhood. I was told to go out in nature and pray and that I you know, could pray at any time and speak to my family members in heaven or whatever that may look like for you. But this moment of watching The Secret was really what changed my life. And I know many people will say that, and I don't want to sound corny saying that. I think that the reason why it changed my life was because I was 13 years old the first time I watched it, and my dad had just been diagnosed with cancer, that it made me approach life differently. I saw how quickly my life could change at the drop of a hat. I mean, it felt like they were just going down for a checkup And all of a sudden he comes back and he has cancer, you know, like just a huge blow for a young 13 year old. It just seemed so crazy. And I realized that I had to take life at my own pace and I had to make life happen for myself. And I couldn't let these negative thoughts or whatever was happening to me in this moment dictate the rest of my life, even though it was something really dark and really crazy to be going through at such a young age. Through all of this entire process, what was so interesting was after my dad had passed away, he had a life insurance policy that I didn't know about at the time. And I inherited the life insurance policy. I also inherited a lot of his stocks and just a lot of business things that I, at 15 years old, had no clue what that looked like. And I remember feeling really burdened by it at first. Like, how could I have all this money? You know, I'm 13 years old. It feels like so much. And now I have to balance stock and I'm supposed to be going to school and, 
you know, managing all of this, just trying to make all of this work. And I don't know how any of this works because I'm still so emotional and I'm not really thinking clearly. And I remember trying to tell myself like, okay, your problems aren't the biggest in the world. I used to always remind myself of this, even when I was really young, when my parents were going through a divorce, like I'm a small grain of rice in this universe happening around me. And just because what I'm feeling in this moment feels so heavy, if I'm able to remind myself how not small I am, but just how small my problems could be, then maybe it would, you know, make things feel a little bit less stingy, a little bit less harsh. And that's exactly what it did do. So I was navigating this process. I'm trying to balance stock. And instead of being anxious and being concerned about it, I had decided to change my mindset, change the way that I was approaching this and see it as a huge opportunity. And that's exactly what it was. And that's how my dad would have wanted me to see it. So Instead of feeling burdened, I decided to start to do research, start to learn about stock, start to learn how to invest, why to invest. I had a great investor at the time. He's fantastic. He is now retired, but he trained me in a lot of this and really made me think outside of the box that life didn't have to be just going to work at a nine to five every day like I had seen my dad do, which basically, you know, was probably one of the contributing factors stress, right, to him possibly dying at a young age. And instead, taking this opportunity and this sacrifice that he had made for me and turn it into an an abundant possibility. And that's exactly what I did. I decided when I graduated high school that I would go away to school. I was not going to stay around here. A lot of my family thought that it would be more intelligent to stay near home, you know, spend less money, you know, yada, yada, yada. Sure, in hindsight, I could look at it like that. I try really not to because my education was so helpful in what I do in my line of work right now. And I'm so thankful that I went to James Madison. I I mean, it was such a great experience. And I learned so much about life and people that I probably wouldn't have learned if I stayed in my small town, at home, not expanding my horizons or even my thought process or even what was possible for me in a lifestyle. I have to say, while I was at school, I also had a lot of like times where I could think about things where I wasn't able to think about them like that when I was at home with my mom or with my family. So it gave me this room to think, to digest, to grow at times, of course. Yeah, it was lonely. It was hard. But then I realized that this was happening for me and not happening to me. That realization didn't really come into play until many years later when I graduated college and I was pushed so far out of my comfort zone very quickly, which is really the reason why I started my business. So diving into that, I started Meraki Media when I worked for a local nonprofit out here. I'm in the greater Philly area. And I ended up growing their Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in under a month. We had raised significant amount of funds for the nonprofit. It was so exciting, you know, for a great cause. And I had realized that instead of the emotions that I felt in the beginning of the campaign were 
really down on myself. How was I going to make this happen? It just seems like such a lofty goal. And I didn't have the end in mind in the right approach, but I did know what I wanted the outcome to be at all times. So that's the key piece for me is knowing the outcome that I hope for, that I dream of, that I am working towards. And that's what the end in mind really means to me. Having this moment of digesting, this is what I hope for. This is what my goal is. This isn't anyone else's goal. This is just about me. And that brought me a lot of peace. And also, obviously, we had succeeded throughout this process of, you know, launching this campaign. And even though it was so scary and so uncomfortable and I felt so nervous, it jump-started my business. It jump-started my life. Even though I cried myself to sleep every day after I got lead on the new campaign, even though I felt, you know, riddled with anxiety and worry about what was to come, the end was always there. Like I always wanted it to be successful and I knew that it would be successful because whatever would the outcome would be, it would have been a success. It would have been more than they had, right? So that's what I would tell myself. And I truthfully believe this is why I've been able to incorporate these types of manifestation practices in my life and always go into the end in mind because of my experience with my father and the secret and my mom and my childhood and navigating these really negative dark times that most young people don't go through and they shouldn't go through instead of taking it as why is this happening to me I had to take it as an opportunity That is our little story of what the end in mind means to me and our quick little Meraki background. I would love to dive in a little bit more deeper right now into talking about the vision that we have for this podcast and what we are going to see come about over the next few months and even the next few years because I don't see this going anywhere anytime soon, meaning that we are going to continue this marketing piece for a very long time. And I am just so excited to bring on more guests, offer more free value for you all, tell you more stories, share real live things that happened in real life that show manifestation, that show what the importance is to have the end in mind and how to go about doing that in so many different lines of work. Because here at Meraki Media, you know, in the beginning when I heard about the quote unquote niche, you guys will hear me talk about this on my Instagram as well. I felt so pigeonholed, you know, everybody feels like that and it can feel really negative. And instead of pigeonholing myself, I had decided to identify my ideal client as their emotions and as their feelings and things that they would have in common with me instead of an industry or, you know, one type of place that they worked or something that really just felt too niche for me. That has allowed us to work with so many people. We work with realtors. We work with therapists. We work with life coaches. We work with doggy daycares. We work with so many people. And I love working with all different types of people because the best part about my clients is that 
they're so great and they're so in alignment for what I do. And I'm so thankful for every single one of them. But I'm also thankful for my team that's able to help me communicate with these clients and, you know, execute their goals. And they're able to really communicate all around in the greatest way. And if you don't go in with the end in mind, knowing that this is the type of client that you want, and you do just say to yourself, okay, I'm only going to work within XYZ industry and I'm never going to branch out out of that one industry. Yeah, it can feel like a pigeonhole. But when you think about the hobbies, the interests, the likes, the similarities that you have with your clients right now, and you start to talk about them more on your social media, more on your Instagram, putting yourself out there, showing up, showing your face, and just being you, that is when you are going to see the clients come about. You know, the first big groundbreaking moment we had for our sales actually happened during quarantine slash the global pandemic. And I found this really interesting because we were a year in business then and we had really built out our audience. I mean, we build out our audience daily. That's what we teach people how to do. So we're constantly trying to meet new people and spread the word and help as many business owners as possible. That's our mission. We're not there to sell, sell, sell. We're there to help, help, help. In return, during the pandemic, so many people did need help that we ended up getting this great community of just entrepreneurs that need support and are able to support one another. And I think that's what's great about The End in Mind and Meraki Media coming together is that these are all the same things that I talk about with my clients all the time, you know, energies, how to feel the right way showing up online, how to come across authentic, how to not look crazy on camera, how to be you without feeling super scripted because yeah, that is a big deal. And just so you all know as well, like I went to school for PR, as I mentioned, and I took a lot of public speaking classes and it made me learn about why people want to hear certain things, how to speak on camera, why to say this word and not this word. But the real key marketing tweaks that I got with my education actually came in later from observing business coaches, other coaches of mine, mentors of mine, people I looked up to that maybe were at an income bracket that I was hoping to aspire for in the future. I had looked at their marketing and I had said to myself, if they can do this for themselves exactly like this and it's working, how can I take this model, pivot it to what would work for me, my client, using this as a frame, right? Like a literal skeleton of what I could do. Why wouldn't I start there? It's free. I can pull from, you know, whatever they may be putting out there. Maybe it's a story, an Instagram story that I'm finding I'm really connected to. How can I change up the rhetoric a little bit to make that be my piece of marketing? Not even the emotions, but just the piece of marketing that's making me feel compelled. I ask myself in the moment, why am I feeling drawn to this marketing? 
why do I feel like I want to lean into this person and not lean out? Is it their colors? Is it, you know, how they're acting? Is it their personification? Is it their metaphors that they use? It could be so many things. But once you know exactly why that emotion is coming out of you, you know how to pull that out of your client. And that has really has what succeeded in our business and really taken things to the next level. We are, as I mentioned, always experimenting, always navigating, always developing. And that is what helps us stay ahead of the curve with the end in mind. So I hope you all enjoyed our first podcast episode. Thank you so much for hanging out here with me. We do have a few more that we'll be launching before we launch this live. So I hope you all enjoy and thank you so much. I will speak with you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Krista Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality.